0: I got a little bit into some other games, uh, which we'll talk about off the podcast, because it's not about... Anyway, Spellbreak is awesome. Check it <laughs> out. <laughs> Welcome to Casuals Rune Terra, episode 21. I'm your host, Ryan, here with your other host, Hetch. What's up? What's up? We're back again. We're finishing up Targon, aren't we? Isn't this the end? This is the last one, right? I think. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Because everyone, so what better way to else, finish
0: other regions than with the space dragon himself? <laughs> We we had to go to the skies to finish this one. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get there, obviously, we have housekeeping. Uh, listen to us anywhere, as always. Follow us on Twitter to keep up to date with episodes. It's the best way, and that's at podcast core. That's podcast C-O-R. And then you can send an email if you want to contact us at the same name at gmail.com. And then leave a like, follow, short review, comment, or whatever. Uh, so we know you exist because yeah. if you don't,
1: we're going to think you're a bot. No, no, and see, like you're you're giving these people like way too much onus. All right, like this is this is not a democracy. You are going to go there. You're going to leave us a five star review, and the only comment on it is going to be a star emoji. So we're the only six star rated podcast.
0: <laughs> Put your foot down. That's what I'm talking about. So. Yeah. So, tell a friend to behold the celestial knowledge by listening to the Casuals of Runeterra podcast.
1: I like, okay, like you even started like writing these down, and
0: like for whatever reason, my brain is just like, we don't need to read that. I'm so mad at you. Stupid game! Stupid still game! Still the game! Um, yeah, so I'm playing, I didn't play this much this week, uh, which was surprising. I got a little bit into some other games. Uh, which we'll talk about off the podcast because it's not about anyway. Spellbreak is awesome. Check, in, check out <laughs> <laughs> any listeners if you haven't played it. Spellbreak oh is a dope God. game. Um, my first battle royale. Uh, I never really got into this, that whole genre, but it's it's good fun if you like spell slinging, which we do. I mean, it's the Casuals of Rune Terror podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. We may we may be casuals at the card game, but we are still take our spells like <laughs> serious Exactly.
0: <laughs> so I end up playing my bread and butter deck that I've had, uh, which I denote with a star next to its name in, in my in my portfolio, um, and it's the <laughs> uh, Misfortune Quinn Bannerman Scout deck. I'm so proud It's tried of you. and true. It works even post. Uh, I don't want to say rotation, but post set, uh, the Tarkon set. It's still a good deck. It's solid all around. Uh, and I'm just playing that to, to get, get stuff done. And I'm playing, still playing some more expedition, which is good as well.
1: Yeah. I'm still so proud of you just for (laughs) converting to the, to, to the scouts.
0: I know. Right. It's so strong. Um, what do you, what are you playing?
1: uh I, I too i too have been a little lazy with it this week um but Cause i was a different game don't 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 judge me all right <laughs> <laughs> calm down you um but uh i so i did go to something a little more tried and trust it but also took a fun twist on it which is uh leona leona and garen elites um so it's it takes away the it takes away, like, the consistency of your Bannerman decks, mm-hmm. but replaces it with the con- with the ease of execution of Daybreak. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm playing something new and fun, and it still is just, all right, play a card on curve and hit them in the face. So, <laughs>
0: yeah. Which is a strong strategy I've heard in any
1: game. What?
0: No way. No way. There's <laughs> no way that could be good. <laughs> it's no way it could be that good. So that takes us to our main topic. Uh, sassy space soul <laughs> um
1: this will be entertaining
0: <laughs> i know right he's so sassy he's like it, the diva dragon was going to be the other title but oh. I, I, <laughs> we couldn't we couldn't decide uh, but we're going to start with our spell as always and we're going to do sky the skies descend uh which is uh, i think a shining beacon because it is the highest costed spell in the game now yes 15 so it's a 15 cost <laughs> slow spell, uh, but that's not it. It has deal 15 to all enemies. It costs two less for each dragon or celestial ally you have. So it actually references two of the new classes uh, or or you want to call them tribes, as we call them in other decks, yeah. uh, to this, which are celestials and dragons. Uh, and this is a cool card, right? Because it's, it's not ridiculous in the sense that if you're playing a control deck, which is this meant for uh, you have time to play those dragons. You have time to play those celestials, so that if you need to do a board wipe at some point to then follow up with something big, uh, this is your go-to because nothing's going to survive this uh, unless there's some you know shenanigans that 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 are afoot.
1: Cough, cough. The catastrophe. The catastrophe.
0: True. True words have never been spoken, but we have some cards here that just have spicy quotes because we're dealing with the sassy dragon himself. So the quote on this one's good. It's when the time comes, I think I'll make an example of Runeterra. Perhaps I'll drag its smoldering husk around with me for all eternity like a toy, a dead, worthless toy. I don't know. I've not really thought about it much. (laughs) <laughs> it has like a sundair quality to it too a soul himself <laughs> he's so it's just so mad I know right and he has all right to be which Hetch will get to in a bit <laughs> but this is going to take us to our uh, follower to follow it up which is the infinite mind splitter now when I saw this card I was like this is this is my card of the set by the way like when this set came out this made me excited because it has hella Lovecraft vibes, right? Yeah. Hella, like from the art to the quote to what it does. It's just, it's really cool. Uh, and the art is amazing as always. So we, we don't have to touch on that. It's an eight costed dragon. So, you know, from the tribe dragon uh, that has eight cost, eight, eight. It's already good, right? The the cost right. lines up and the name is amazing. And it has fury. So fury is when I kill a unit grant me plus one plus one, which is pretty cool because of how uh plus one plus one works in this game and how it functions as a heal. In a lot of cases um, we've talked about that in past episodes. And then the additional uh, effects on here is on play, you get to pick two enemies. And then when the round starts, stun those enemies. Now, This card is cool because it allows you to drag out, which Control wants to do, drag out uh, games, especially if your opponent's about to win or if they're in a position where they're pressing you very hard and you're able to get this down. They have to deal with this, and there's not many ways to deal with this in both um, aggro and mid-range shells. Uh, So this is a real good card, especially as a one of in anything. And then in Expedition, it's a bomb. I mean, you you have to pick it up if you can get it. And
1: not to mention, too, that it's... Like the how flexible that the card is because the like, if you think about like Minotaur Reckoner with mm-hmm. Yasuo decks, like yeah. that's a staple because you know, at the round start, it stuns, yeah. And this one is going to be stunning twice, but this also has that inevitability feeling of being a threat on its own because it has fury with minotaur reckoner you you are staring at his hp and you're really worried about it and it's like yeah like if they have like two chump blocks like that second chump block might be a problem but with this card because of the fury it's like yeah keep chump blocking it i dare you I dare you <laughs> put something in front of this. So it's yeah. you know, like I I do love this card, and anyone who is not excited when they see Lovecraft stuff just doesn't have fun with lore. Like that's exactly. just that's just a fact.
0: Like you you don't like a story. <laughs> and and it has that abyss you know i stared into the abyss the abyss stared back kind of vibe where the quote is travelers who lock eyes with the creature are said to be struck by a knowledge so profound and insight so awesome that their minds crumble beneath its gaze Ah, cthulhu pathogen what a wonderful phrase (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it is twenty twenty, vote Cthulhu. Uh, <laughs> so, take us take us into the champion this episode. All
1: right. So, um, now now we've we've already like have pointed out how sassy Aurelian soul is. All right. And so I'm going to, right, I'm going to go a little off book here. All right. No, because because depending on, depending on how deep, like you can go and find a lot of this lore information, the riot, one of the things that they like to do is put, put nicknames for every character and it's nicknames that other champions will call these champions by. So, uh, A champion called Zoe refers to Aurelian Soul as Space Doggy. And for the rest of this cast, (laughs) A-Soul is going to be the Space Doggy. Um, All right, so as far as with Aurelian Soul, he is going to be the – I'm pretty sure our first Celestial that we talk about, which is – very poignant for the fact that in the card game he gives you so many celestial cards all right so the celestials are beings that were there since the creation of time and the as far as with aurelian soul he was there before any of any living creature was found on Terra. Mm-hmm. and we We'll get into it just a little bit, but the like Aurelian Soul is one of the OGs. He is just there, and with him being present within the celestial body since the beginning of time, the thing that he enjoyed to do the most was to view this vast space as a canvas. Mm -hmm. So. The other name I refer to him as is the Bob Ross of Unterra, right? <laughs> he is going through he's going through this vast space and he's creating all these celestial bodies and they are happy little accidents, all right? Uh, every constellation is a happy little accident. That's good. And and a challenge to anyone listening out there who's got a, something a, of a artistic flair, which I don't have. Please let me live vicariously through you and draw me a, a Soul Ross. I want to see <laughs> a Soul I want to see Aurelian Soul with <laughs> with the fro. All right, so EDM DJ. EDM DJ. Soul Ross. Oh Lord. All right, but so Aurelian Soul, he is going through. He's creating these celestial bodies, but he's also nurturing them. Mm-hmm. Like this he is treating this this space as his world. Uh, this is his garden, essentially, and the only other beings that he's passing are the aspects. So the aspects are also celestial bodies, and well, celestial beings. And for the most part, Aurelian Soul is viewing them as insignificant they are boring to him the aspects have no interest in anything so he has no interest in them you bore but me you bore me oh. <laughs> you are not entertaining and the his creation of the celestials continues until he notices that a star that he created closer to the beginning there's a new body there, and that new body turns out to be the planet of Runeterra, mm-hmm. and he did not create Runeterra. So he goes over there because he's trying to figure out, hey, where did this come from? And it turns out that uh, some of the aspects, a couple of the aspects created Runeterra, and they created life on Runeterra, and they were like, hey, come, come check it out. Look what we did! Look what we did! And of course, Aurelian Soul he goes over there because, for well, for him, we don't know how much time it is, but we get this feeling that like every second to him is eons for Terra. and this is the first time since his creation that the aspects have done anything interesting. So he's like, (laughs) okay, yeah. Like, sure, let me go check this out. I didn't even know that you guys – I didn't know you guys partied. Like, I didn't know
0: you worked here. Oh, you worked here?
1: Like, no, I've been here plenty of times. I never saw you here. So he – when he goes to check out Terra as far as his body, he notices the life on Terra, specifically in the Targon region. Mm-hmm. And the people of Targon, they've noticed Aurelian Soul because what they see are these comets. Yeah. And it, these comets are Aurelian soul just kind of dashing through the celestials, creating new happy accidents. Yeah. And they started to fear and worship all of these moving bodies, which mm-hmm. turns out to be Aurelian soul. So when they when he goes and realizes that they've been worshiping him, he decides to create a form that they can see, which is the yeah. form of a dragon. And they begin to – they put a name to him, so they're the first to name him Aurelian Soul, mm-hmm. and they want to give him a – they want to give him an offering, which is the crown, that Aurelian Soul that we see. So they offer him this crown, and he's like, oh, oh, finally, a VIP card. I've been here so many times. <laughs> so he takes this crown, puts it on, and realizes it's a trap. <laughs>
0: Hi, boy.
1: All right. Anyone, anyone listening to this who has never been into a department store, all right, do not take – if it's a rewards card where they just punch it, that's great. If you have to sign anything that's similar to a credit card, that's a trap. You don't do those, all right? And these guys, they went, hey, you've been here a lot. Let's open hey, up a line of credit for you.
0: His, his shock, I feel – Immediately relates to when Yugi saw <laughs> Relinquish for the first time. It had zero attack, zero defense, and then it went to commercials. <laughs> <laughs>
1: R- relinquish, <laughs> so you have the rel- relinquish. And then it's just the aspect, the aspect of soul, uh, and like and the aspect of Lunara. Like they just jump in front of him. and We'll be right back.
0: <laughs> but as you were, I'm next, sorry to the dirt.
1: Next time on Casuals of Runeterra. <laughs> Oh, uh, so so Aurelian Soul, Soul, yeah. is now trapped by this crown, and he goes into a full rage because he's trying to break out of the magic because he feels that this crown is sapping t- away his knowledge. IP, it's stealing his IP, <laughs> it's stealing his IP. But so it, he he is now in a rage because these. Freaking insects, these useless aspects and their creations are trying to take his knowledge of celestial bodies and they are using this knowledge to try to create these godlike warriors for some conflict that he doesn't know or care about. Because, of <laughs> course, he doesn't know or care about it. He's too busy on the other side of the celestial body. Yeah. And what really is making him angry is that he could see the stars. Need maintenance, and he mm-hmm. can't go and maintain them because his crown has him trapped around yeah. Runterra. So he sits there, and while in this fit of rage, what ends up being for just a moment of time, they raise up, they raise up the celestial uh, dish or mm-hmm. the solar dish, to try to draw the power of the celestial bodies to create godlike beings. Mm-hmm. It fails. They do it again it works this time they they create godlike warriors the godlike warriors strike down their enemies warriors of darkness rise the warriors of darkness strike down the godlike warriors, and then all of this conflict is finally trying to wrap up. But now Runeterra is in this endless war, and th- through that little bit of time, the gold crown starts to crack and waver. And cough, then Aurel- cough.
0: Rune war. Cough, cough.
1: Cough, cough. <laughs> Rune war. Cough, cough. <laughs> and all of this is just a blink of an eye to yeah. soul because again, he's he's been there since the beginning of time what the Terrans perceive his time is nothing to him. Mm-hmm. But now that the gold crown is starting to flake, it's starting to crack. He goes, Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I have some words for you. I want to speak yep. to the ma- manager <laughs> and we are left off with this dragon circling room Terra and just ready to strike. Yeah. And that's what we know about Aurelian soul. Like, yep. wait, what and, happens
0: next what, and we don't and we'll know. get to the card but it kind of you start to see these other beings that like we talked about popping up um which is essentially him unleashing hell upon <laughs> upon targon right. itself.
1: And, and let's let's think about a, a timeless being being patiently waiting to destroy an entire planet how do you yeah. translate that into a card well, we're lucky because Riot did that for us.
0: All right. So there's no art; it's just text. It's just text. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's no space. It's just the crown and text. Yeah. So Aurelian Soul is a ten mana. Is a ten mana, uh, ten ten with fury and spell shield, and he also has play invoke a celestial card that costs seven or more. Yeah and then round start, create a random celestial card in hand. Like, that's already, it that already feels like he's flipped. <laughs> and he hasn't exactly. even flipped yet. This is just, this is just his, his base card. But, I mean, like, a, a benefit of it is he's 10 mana. Like, you, yeah. you, obviously you have to be patient to be playing this. But um, for his level up, his level up is at the round end, your allies have 20 plus total power. Um, I know a lot of people, when we were getting the cards teased, you know a lot of people get confused that you have to have 20 power in Aurelian Soul but that Aurelian Soul counts towards it Yeah. so already that's just 10 power that you have to find yep. but he has fury so if you're <laughs> swinging with him he's reducing the cost too it's um, so good so but when he flips he when he flips he becomes an 11 11 mm-hmm. all right still fury spell shield all right and then the on the play, he creates a Celestial card. At round start, he creates a Celestial card. New effect. Your Celestial cards cost zero.
0: The game is over.
1: <laughs> the game is over. If Aurelian Soul gets that stupid crown off of his head, he's going to talk to the manager, and no low-level employee is making it through the rest of the shift. All right? That's just facts. <laughs>
0: yeah it's a good it's a good card it's a good quote do you want to go through the quote real quick to finish this up both sides both sides
1: hang on hang on okay wait both sides let me let me go to the front then i don't care what you write about me you middling creature just make sure i'm described as handsome and magnificent and also very very intelligent can you spell that Right. Uh, is that is that a Trump quote if Trump could articulate? <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or should I not take a side on that? The party? I, I apologize. Right. <laughs> and then Aurelian soul flipped. <laughs> Aurelian soul flipped. Aurelian soul is handsome and magnificent and also very, very intelligent. <laughs>
0: I love how they wrote it verbatim. <laughs> it's like that is the commandment. It was there's no there's no improv, there's no it's as spoken. So so this is great because this takes us into our challenge of the day, right? For Hatch here. Oh, crap. which is I want you to name a dragon. So if you listeners, and while he's thinking about it, uh but there are tons of cool names in here for dragons. You have like the white flame protector, you have in invo vox. And then you have the infinite mind slitter, like those are some cool ass dragon names. So I said, let's name our own. We don't, you don't have to figure out like what his stats are or whatever. But as always, uh, I'm gonna go first. So mine is Soot, Harbinger of Sorrows.
1: Oh, oh how do I follow yeah. that?
0: And obviously, it's like a black dragon, or whatever. How do you, how do you follow that? How do and I And no copyright that? stuff either. <laughs> don't get <a> sued. <laughs> yeah. So, uh...
1: I'll go, I'll go with, uh, I'll go with, oh, oh, this one's tough. This one's tough. All right. Oh, uh, what? So I'll go with, uh, um, the, I'll go with Carbone. Okay. The Rage of (laughs) Terra. Okay. Okay. Alliteration. You can't go wrong with alliteration. You you can't, you can't, but (laughs) this is a rookie move. Like, I this one stumped me you got me
0: I didn't listen you've been crushing it for 20 plus episodes so I figured oh this is another easy one I'm just a man (laughs) man. well if you were a dragon you could just use your own name oh my god But that puts it. That puts a nail in this coffin uh, for this episode. So thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon with the next episode.
1: All right, in a follow up, a follow up, I'm, I'm gonna go with Beard, the scourge of Cervantes. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Second try. <laughs> take it. Take care, everybody. <laughs>